There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there, getting ready for the weekend ahead. And to start off this Friday, we have Steve Bannon. D.C. judge sentences Steve Bannon to four months in prison and $6,500 in fines for contempt of Congress. Hmm, interesting. And Steve Bannon came out and immediately appealed and will not see any jail time until that appeal is, uh, um, is brought about. And he came out and said the Biden administration ends on the evening of November 8th. Merrick Garland will be removed from office as well as the illegitimate regime of Joe Biden. And uh, you know what? If if things go good, if things go correctly the way they're supposed to go, that things go the way that they're trending to go, that is the true case, is that November 8th will be a massive red wave. Conservatives, Republicans, American First candidates will win the House and the Senate. And hopefully, hopefully, we get to finally see some justice in this country. Who knows, though? A lot of things can happen. A lot of crazy, weird things can happen in the meantime. Hey, it's Friday, so what we're going to do here, if you guys want to, is I'm going to take some calls. I'm going to answer some questions. So if you guys want to give a call, 585-346-3000. Or you can call that toll-free number, 866-552-1009. Go ahead and give us a call. Uh, You can ask questions, talk about any topic you want, bring up anything. Until then, I'm just going to go through the news and and, uh, talk about a few different topics. But I hope to hear from you guys. Hey, we have five signs that the housing crash is escalating a lot faster than many experts anticipated. You know, the U.S. housing market is absolutely imploding right now. And if you're not noticing it, you're not paying attention. Uh, the fact we were warned way ahead of time that this would actually happen. When the Federal Reserve told us they would be aggressively raising interest rates, we all knew that this was going to burst the housing bubble. So right now, we have some data points that are telling us this. According to Redfin, the number of homes sold in the United States during September dropped by 25%. Right? The number of new housing starts in the United States fell by 8.1% in September. The number of buyers touring new single-family homes has fallen to a desperately low level, the lowest level since 2012. Homebuilders' confidence has now dropped for 10 consecutive months. Demand for mortgages has plummeted to the lowest level that we have seen in over 25 years. And so... These are five hints that the housing market is about to take a massive dip downward. Um, if you are a buyer, it's a good time. If you are a seller, sell fast. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting ready to sell my house. And luckily, we haven't lost too much equity in my house. I mean, we had, uh, we're in the Denver, Colorado market. So we probably had one of the best real estate markets in the country. Um, in the growth of our equity. So we can probably still get out of our house at a really, really good profitable margin. 
And then hopefully, and this is kind of what I'm hoping, is that the moment we get out of our house, the, the rates be, or everything begins to drop and tumble and we can get into a new house at a much, much decent rate. Biden inflation rises to 12.8% as Americans are watching their paychecks and savings disappear. Um, you know, listen, the, the economic state of this country right now is been long coming. Okay. This Joe Biden is exasperating it. Absolutely. Right. They are putting pressure on the wound and causing it to bleed. Donald Trump didn't help too much. But the thing that you had under Donald Trump is you had gross domestic product growth. You have GDP, GDP growth. You had good economic numbers. You had a growing economy. And so things like that actually help out with inflation as inflation begins to rise and, and help to curb it because people are out there spending money and, and doing goods and services. If you go under eight years of Barack Obama, he absolutely exasperated and created this problem. George Bush, he created this problem. And, and so for, for 22 years, this problem has been created by a series of various presidents, but most importantly, by Congress. The same Congress, basically, we have right now. Very few of them have been swapped out. Um, and, and so Congress is the real problem here when it comes to the economy. And so we can call it Bidenflation. I call it Congressflation because that's the truth right here. But Tip Insights has created a measurement of inflation that shows the increase of goods and services since Biden stepped in office. Uh, President Trump actually retruthed this today on True Social. The Consumer Price Index, CPI, released by the government last Thursday, showed an 8.2% year-over-year price increase from September 2021 to September 2022. The CPI has edged down steadily from a 40-year high to 9.1% in June to 8.2% in September. The official CPI does not tell the whole story of price increases under President Biden or Bidenflation. Measured by the TIP, the T-I-P-P, CPI using the same underlying data stood at 12.8% in September. It was 12.6% in August and July, 12.7% in June. We, uh, they have developed the TIP CPI, a metric that, you, um, that since February 2021 has measured inflation. All TIP CPI measures are anchored to the base month of February 2021. January 2021 was a mixed month under to watch two presidents, third, uh, two-thirds by President Trump and one-third by President Biden. So we chose to ignore that one. Uh, the official CPI reported by BLS is 8.2% by for September 2022. Compared to this, the TIP CPI of 12.8, there's a 4.6% difference. Now, if you follow Dr. Kirk Elliott, what you'd find is that this is close, probably the double that TIP CPI number. We're probably at about 25% inflation um, since like 1980, um, 1986, if you want to look at it like that. And really what inflation is, is not necessarily the uh, the the extension of the money supply, but it's the value of the dollar. The value of the dollar, the buying power, the strength, the value power of the dollar goes down. Okay, and so this is why we can say that actual inflation is twenty five percent because the value that that dollar brings to the marketplace buys twenty five percent less. Now, I think we can all understand that. As a reminder, if you guys want to call in, get some comments in there. If you want to talk a little bit, if you want to bring up a topic, go ahead, 585-346-3000 or toll-free, 
866-552-1009. And uh, hope, to, hope to hear from some of you. Feel free to call. All right. National Institutes of Health to investigate Boston Lab's new COVID strain research with 80% death rate after top NIH director admits she was unaware of the study. So this is interesting. The National Institutes of Health, which produced the gain-of-function research for Boston University, is going to investigate the funded National Institutes of Health COVID strain. Well, well that's, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> So they decided to launch an investigation into the new COVID strain research being conducted at Boston uh, University, which has shown an 80% fatality rate. This comes after the NIH director admitted that she only learned of the details from the news media reports. Dr. Emily um, Erbelding, the director of the NAAID, Division of Microbiology and Infectious Diseases, admitted she was unaware of the details of this research. She said that research at Boston University did not clear the work with the NIAID, making the research unauthorized. Rebelding claimed the university did not inform the NIAID. According to the report that was published in the Daily Mail on Monday, researchers at Boston University have developed a new and deadly strain of COVID that has an 80% kill rate, similar to the experiments in Wuhan many people believe started the pandemic. The new COVID strain was able to kill 80% of the mice who were infected with it. Mutant variant is a combination of Omicron and the original Wuhan virus. Boston University's National Emergency Infectious Disease Laboratories is one of the 13 biosafety level 4 facilities in the United States. The National Institute of Health is a major funder of the biocontainment laboratory at Boston University. According to the public documents, it was partially funded by a grant from the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID, for $1.1 million. For any research grants awarded by the government, projects must detail how the funds will be spent and how the public will benefit the outlet added. The National Institutes of Health confirmed, Daily New, or DailyMail.com, that it's looking into whether the university would have had to disclose experiment, which is partially paid for by taxpayer money. The NIH is examining the matter to determine whether the research conducted was subject to NIH grants policy statements or met the criteria for review under guidelines put in place by the agency. A spokeswoman for Boston University told Daily Mail that the Tuesday it did not have an obligation to disclose this research. The they said the experiments were carried out with funds from Boston University. NIAID funding was acknowledged as courtesy because it was used to help develop the tools and platforms that were used in this research. They did not fund this research directly. This left the school with no obligation to report the research to the agency. There is now a row about whether this qualifies as gain of function. Dr. Richard Ebright, a microbiologist at Rutgers University in New Jersey, said it demonstrably false and deeply embarrassing to suggest otherwise. He told Daily Mail the claim that Boston University's public statement that this research is not gain-of-function research, it did not make it more dangerous, and this research made the virus replicate less dangerous, are demonstrably false and should be deeply embarrassing. Not only deeply embarrassing, but deeply concerning. Because here you have Boston University, who has... National Institute of Health contracts, federal government contracts, um, saying that they did this, they, they funded this uh, experiment on their own. If they funded this experiment to make a virus more deadly on their own, then everybody who approved that should be arrested for creating bioweapons because that is against the 2004 Bioweapons Act passed by Congress. Absolutely, 100%. The only way that you're able to do that is through gain-of-function research, and that should be outlawed as well. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Back on the Dark Delight Show. So just yesterday, the CDC panel unanimously voted to add COVID-19 mRNA shots to the recommended childhood vaccine schedule in the United States. Um, This should concern every single one of you, especially as a parent. What this means is that COVID-19 vaccines are going to be given to all children on their regular schedule. Now, this schedule, which was passed by Congress a while back, um, comes along with a, uh, a reduced level of liability for the pharmaceutical companies. Basically, anything that is added to this vaccine schedule from the CDC, pharmaceutical companies have absolute immunity from. That's right. That that was a law that was passed. Um, th- this is a problem. I don't know if you're noticing it. I notice it. I see this every day. I talk to people every day. I'm actually talking tomorrow in an interview at 5 o'clock in the morning uh, with uh, Major Samuel Sigaloff, who's a major in the United States Army, a medical doctor, a researcher, and one of the whistleblowers who brought about what's known as Project Salus uh, for the United States DOD. 
and blew the whistle on this project. And what this project showed was in 2018, 2019, and 2020, U.S. military, soldiers, sailors, airmen, and guardian had absolutely great health, and everything was good. And then in 2021, you had a 3,000-plus percent increase in cancers. You had a 2,000% increase in myocarditis. You had a 500% increase in neurological diseases and illnesses. You had a 700% increase in the amount of deaths between soldiers, sailors, airmen, and guardians, 18 to 35. The defining factor, the vaccine. And so this is like an ongoing eugenics experiment that I feel is happening here on the planet right now. And uh, your politicians don't care. The administrations that your politicians bring about don't care. They're all being paid to be quiet. Listen to this one. A new study. One in 780 German children under the age of five require hospitalization due to severe adverse events following Pfizer's mRNA COVID-19 shots. According to the findings of German research, one in every 700 children under the age of five who received the Pfizer mRNA COVID vaccine was hospitalized with severe adverse events, and one in every 200 children had symptoms that were currently ongoing and thus unknown significance. The study, Comparative Safety of the BNT162B2 Messenger RNA COVID-19 Vaccine versus Other Approved Vaccines in Younger Children Than Five Years, was published in JAMA. On Tuesday, two days before the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices voted to recommend the COVID-19 to be included in the 2023 Childhood Immunization Schedule. Participants in this retrospective cohort study were German parents and caregivers who had enrolled their children in the COVID-19 vaccination program at 21 outpatient care facilities. A survey used in the study was conducted in a secure online environment from April 14, 2022 to May 9, 2022. A total of 19,000 email addresses were contacted using data from the vaccine registration database. It included that the symptoms reported after Pfizer vaccination were comparable overall to those for other vaccines. Let's see. Um, Any symptoms, 62% higher. Muscle skeletal, muscle and bone symptoms, 155% higher. Skin problems, 118% higher. Nose, ear, and throat symptoms, 537% higher. Cardiovascular problems, heart problems, 36% higher. Gastrointestinal, 54% higher. It calls for modestly elevated levels. Um, Those are definitely not modestly elevated. And so I think we have a real problem coming up here very, very shortly in the United States of America. Because as many doctors have talked about this before, um, Gert Vandenbosch, who is probably one of the subject matter experts on immunology and vaccinology in the world. He worked for Gavi, which was um, an institute for, by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Vaccine Research. He worked for the German uh, Department of Health as uh, leading their vaccination program. This guy is um, very well educated in this matter. And he came out and said that this produces antibody-dependent enhancements. Uh, the, the late... Dr. Luc Montanet, Nobel Prize winner for the discovery of HIV, said the same thing, that this produces antibody-dependent enhancements. <clears throat> you have Dr. Peter McCullough and all Dr. Robert Malone. They've all said the same thing. What is an antibody-dependent enhancement? It means that it provides, it provides very low protection to you against the actual illness that it's trying to protect against, as well as it suppresses your immune system the more you bring it into your body. So the more boosters and shots that you get, the 
more harsh the effect that it's going to have on your health. That it basically, if you want to look at it like this, people are calling it VADES, V-AIDS. That basically what this does is it suppresses your immune system to where if you get a cold, you can potentially die. And this is why I say we're moving into this very, very critical time because we're coming up on flu season, cold and flu season. And we're about to see the effects of what this actually can do. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but go out there and search how many athletes have passed away recently from heart attacks. Kids, 16, 17-year-olds, professional athletes. Go out there and start researching all the famous people that are passing away in Hollywood. Go out there and research the politicians or even medical doctors who have changed their tone on the vaccine because they themselves had adverse reactions or family members had adverse reactions. This is an incredible concern to anybody. And it's something that people need to be aware of. And that's why we talk about it here on this show. All right. We got a few more minutes left in this segment, but if you guys do want to get a phone call in at any point in time, I know you're all working out there, 585-346-3000, or you can also call toll-free 866-552-1009. The global financial elites have met to discuss digital currency used to control people with the use of digital credit scores. A group of world elites met this last week to discuss the implementation of digital currencies run by central banks that allow the world elites to control your behavior. Using this technology, these elites who believe they are so much more important and clever than you will decide what you can eat, say, and do. Included in this group are Her Majesty Queen Max Mia of the Netherlands, also UN Secretary General, Special Advocate for Inclusive Finance for Development, Kristalina Giorgivia, Managing Director of the IMF, Boli, Deputy Managing Director, Cecilia Skinsley, and BIS Innovation Hub Director. The presentation was interesting because really what they're talking about here is the implementation of two things and the convergence of two things. CBDCs and then digital identifications. Now, this is some scary Orwellian stuff here. If there's a show on Netflix called Black Mirror, there's an episode of Black Mirror where this young lady is going throughout her day and she's got her social credit score and it's monitored on her phone and her whole lifestyle, everything from her job to where she lives depended upon this social credit score. And someone gives her a bad review, a bad ding on her social credit score, and her life turns upside down in one day as her total, her social credit score plummets. She gets fired from her job. Her bank locks her out. She can't eat at restaurants. She gets kicked out of her apartment. And she finally realizes that the system is a system of control and that anybody they disagree with, they can lock out of that system. Now, CBDC, central bank digital currencies, the key word there is not bank digital currencies, it's central. Central bank digital currencies are centralized blockchain technology, which means that they are not decentralized, they're not distributed, they're not controlled by you and me. They're controlled by bankers who basically can manipulate that system in any way, shape, and form that they want. Yeah, it's a digital ledger, but they can skew the numbers on their end if they want to. But one of the key parts is that they get the control everything 
that you do. And I, I think this is a topic we're going to talk about a little bit more in the show because I'm very well versed on this. I've been in cryptocurrency since 2016. And actually, anybody out there who's interested in decentralized cryptocurrencies or getting into decentralized cryptocurrencies, I teach a crypto mastermind every Sunday. And you can find that on socialredpill.com um, on the homepage, or you can find it under groups um, if you're already a member. But if you go to uh, socialredpill.com, you go to the homepage, you scroll down to the bottom there, you're going to see the membership for that mastermind group. But this is a topic I know a lot about, and I think it's a good one to talk about on Friday because it's going to get you thinking. It's going to get you thinking about the type of world that is coming at these globalists win and control the world and implement their westernized new world. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about CBDC, central bank digital currency, digital credit scores, social credit scores, ESGDI. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we were just transitioning to this talk about digital currencies. Now, there's nothing to be afraid of with digital currencies. Actually, you've been using digital currencies for a very long time. Um, Every single time that you swipe that credit card or that debit card or any of those types of things, or you get a loan credited to your account, those are all digital currencies or digital dollars. But see, the system that's coming, the CBDC system, this is going to be controlled by the central banks, not by the federal government, not by Congress, which the Constitution originally granted that ability, right? But here's the problem. Is the proposal on the table right now to implement central bank digital currencies into the United States of America is going to work like this. They're going to do a test run starting in 2023, testing the implementation of social credit scores along with digital currencies. Now, this is kind of scary. This kind of falls around with the digital ID and all this stuff. But in order to get a bank account with your digital currency, which eventually everybody's going to transition over, you'll have to go and register with one of the 12 Federal Reserve Banks. And so the way they'll work it is the the people who are in a very low tax class, right, a very uh, low income class, are going to get like a 2 to 1 or a 1.5 to 1 ratio for every dollar they transition into that account to uh, their digital currency. So they're going to get a benefit, an incentive to go out there and sign up. And then the uh, the middle class people are going to get about a 1.1 ratio and the the wealthy people will probably get a little bit under like a 0.95 or a 0.9 to one well the problem comes is that they're going to give you a time limit they're going to say you have 60 days to sign up 
And if you don't, then that percentage begins to decrease. And it decreases fast and massively. Till eventually, your dollars are worth nothing. Now here's the kicker. In order to sign up for these banks, you got to go in there and you have to do a biometric test. So you have to give them your, your, your eyes and your fingerprints and all this types of stuff. It's called the KYC. It's called Know Your Customer. But they're implementing various different types of biometrics. So they know specifically that it's you. Probably even a DNA test coming. Well, the other part of this, which I think is fairly draconian, is that you'll have to link up all of your external bank accounts and crypto wallets. And most likely what's going to happen is they'll make some type of rule, regulation, or policy in stating that you cannot have a bank account or a crypto wallet that is outside of this bank account. If you do, that is illegal and you will be arrested. And see, this is where the truth starts to come in. Because Congress, in their last bill, just included in there the funding for 87,000 new IRS agents. And people have been wondering what those were all for over the next 10 years. I'm going to tell you exactly what they're for. When you go into these Federal Reserve banks and register your biometric fingerprints, you get your digital ID, you get your social credit score, you sync up all of your bank accounts and your crypto wallets. They are going to pull into the blockchain every transaction for the last seven years. Every transaction, including what you spent your money on, where you spent your money, the amount of deposits that came into your account, and then the new IRS agents that come in are going to sift through that data with an artificial intelligence that basically goes out there and puts markers on various types of transactions, flags transactions. And those IRS agents are going to be assigned to your case to go and investigate that to see if you owe any tax money. That's just the start of it. This system, you're going to get a social credit score. The same idea of creating your bank account, guess what they're going to do? Oh, you have to register all of your social media accounts. And you can't have any social media accounts that are outside of the unknown. You can't have anything anonymous. And then they're going to pull in all the data from your social media accounts. And they're going to come out with a, a score, a social credit score. Josh has a social credit score of 2 out of 100. You are labeled a radical. And now I'll take that social credit score and I'll have my bank transferred over. And I will uh, go to pay my mortgage. And the bank will say, oh, sorry, Josh. Um, looking at your social credit score. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't pay your mortgage. Well, well then how am I going to pay for my house? Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to figure that out. But uh, you can't do business with us. But, but you hold my loan. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't do business with you, though. See, the banks have something known as ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance Standards. And under that social aspect is that anybody they do business with or anybody that works for them, they have to adhere to a certain level of social standard, which means that clients who fall under that threshold level will be let go, will no longer be able to do business with them. And they say, well, you know what, Mr. Reed, we're going we're gonna to take your mortgage and we're going to give it to this, uh, this other company and they're going to manage it for you. But you have to sign a new agreement 
and your interest rate just jumped up from your 2.3% to 12.8%. And then I put my head down, I go outside and I go to get into my car, which has nothing more than electric locks these days. And I have to use my biometrics to get in there. And I swipe my ID card to get in my vehicle. And it goes, and a message comes up in the window and says, you are no longer eligible to drive this vehicle. Please return it immediately to the dealership. And I call up the dealership and they say, hey, sorry, we can't do business with you anymore. Your social credit score is too low. But we have this clunker right here. You can drive this one. I go to the grocery store, I go to check out, and, oh, there you go. Can't eat meat today. Why not? You are over your limit for your social credit score. Your social credit score only allots you 10 ounces of meat a week. Well, what about my family? Unfortunately, sorry, you have to raise your social credit score if you want to buy, be able to buy more groceries. You can understand where this is headed. You can understand the technocratic totalitarian system that is being implemented here so let me know your thoughts you guys want to give me a call 585-346-3000 or 866-552-1009 and so this is what we have to look forward to this is what klaus schwab meant by you you will own nothing and you will like it well who will own everything Oh, the the community will own it all. Headed by the chairman, who's an elitist multi-billionaire who lives in four different mansions, has 36 different cars. But you, well, you'll own nothing. I wonder if the elitists realize that, that we're not going to allow them to have mansions or nice cars or different types of property if we can't have it. I wonder if they realize that. Hmm. Interesting thought, isn't it? So, we're moving towards this, I, I don't even know what to call it, technocratic, fascist, whatever, whatever you want to call it. We're moving towards this new world order. And we have one chance left, left a thin red line on November 8th. There's a lot of things that can happen before then, and there's a lot of things that can happen after then. The economy is in peril. We are in massive political collapse here in the United States. Globally, the whole world is ready to just fall apart socially, culturally, supply chain, infrastructure. It's like the world needs a savior or something, right? <laughs> I think what the world needs is to wake up and take the power back from the government's who have sought to control them. And what I mean by take that power back is with our voice, legally. You know what I mean. Where do we go from here, you know? The the 2022 midterm elections, this is going to be one of the most important elections in human history. We're about to see history be made one way or another. And it's going to get interesting. It's going to get really, really interesting all throughout the world because, you know, the United States is not the only ones going through these growth pains and this crisis. It's happening all throughout Europe and the people of Europe are rising up and they're protesting their government. 
It's happening all throughout Canada. The people of Canada are speaking up. <clears throat> you don't hear what's happening in third world countries because that news is not important enough to be put on the mainstream. It's happening through the Middle East. It's happening through Asia. Nobody, <clears throat> none of the people in this world like what's happening with the world. The majority just want to be left alone. The majority just want to live a happy life with the opportunities they are given. Unfortunately, we have these people in the world that wish to wish, seek to control us. To enslave humanity into a digital prison. Of where your actions, your thoughts, your spending habits, your social media posts, what you watch, what you like, what you do, are all tracked and monitored. For your protection, of course. We have to reject this new system that is being implemented. We have to reject those who support it. We must stand up and fight for humanity. That's the truth. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Life is bigger. It's bigger than you. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. 
Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. <laughs> That's right. Great bumper. I like that. All right. Back with the Dark Delight Show. All right. We are on our last segment. So if you want to get a call in, we haven't had any. I'm so sad. We haven't had any callers. That's okay. It's okay. You guys love me. I know. I know. Just not much to say today. It's a busy day. 585-346-3000 or 866-552-1009. The United Nations Food Director predicts hell on earth food shortages in 2023. No joke. He, he seriously did. <laughs> the United Nations Food Chief David Beasley has issued a dire prediction for the ne- world next year, warning that we are facing a perfect storm on top of a perfect storm and we are set to face hell on earth food shortages in 2023. Action must be taken now at the executive levels as well as individual levels. World Food Program Executive Director David Beasley said in the Associated Press interview, otherwise there is going to be chaos all over the world. Beasley said that when he took the helm of the WFP five years ago, only 80 million people around the world were headed towards starvation. And I'm thinking, well, I can put the World Food Program out of business, he said. Within that are 50 million people in 45 countries knocking on famine's door, Beasley said. If we don't reach these people, you will have famine, starvation, destabilization of nations. Unlike anything we've seen since 2007 to 2008 and 2011, you'll have mass migration. So... It's coming, guys, and this is why you need to get out there and get that long-term food storage, 25-year-plus shelf life, redpills.tv slash patriot. That's the way to go there, as well as get with Dr. Kirk Elliott and protect your wealth, getgoldtoday.com. And let's go to the lines. David, what's up, man? Hey, uh, you're talking about this digital currency. I don't disagree with a thing you're saying, really. Um, but as a man of faith, oh, little it might be, um, how do you reconcile that with the book of Revelations, where everybody's going to have to have the mark of the beast on their right hand or in their forehead, um, which obviously we can see coming? How do we deal with that as productive human beings that want to keep living? <laughs> well, it, it's a good question. Appreciate that, David. Uh, when when we start to compare what's happening today to what the Bible has prophesied. This is where it gets really interesting because there's a few different books out there. One of them is called the uh, uh, the Fourth Turning. The other one is called the book called Generations, and this was done by two college history professors, PhD history professors, that are not conspiracy theorists, that are are not believers. I, I believe one of them was an atheist. Okay, and what they showed is that there's this 90 year cycle of humanity, of how things repeat within history. And it's really interesting to look at because what it shows is that the the nature of human beings as we progress as a society goes through four distinct seasons. And that these seasons have repeated for at least the last 500 years, all ending with weak men and hard times, the hard times coming towards economic crisis, pandemic, as well as world war. Now, typically, what we've seen in those wars is people be labeled and marked, and various different types of genocide and these types of things happen. And in order to do anything in those societies, usually you have some type of communist, socialist, fascist control to where people are tracked and monitored and and their actions are limited. And so we've seen this before. 
And I think maybe what the prophetic nature of the Bible and and the mark of the beast of what we're talking about here is maybe talking about this replicate nature of this cycle that we've seen repeat every 90 years of how when hard times are created by weak men, that people seek power and they'll take that power through any means that they wish and they'll implement their power, reign and control over people of the weaker people, I guess, and seek to enslave them. Um, there's a lot of various interpretations out there. This is just one thought that I have on it. It's not my my true interpretation of the book of Revelations. But as well as that you can find and draw massive context directly to the book of Revelations and the mark of the beast. Absolutely. 100%. It's absolutely there. Because what we have here is nanotechnology. Now, this might scare a few people. But what if I told you that what if the mark of the beast was the vaccine? People got injected with CRISPR technology, mRNA technology, that changed their DNA to create a spike protein. Along within the liponanoparticles was a certain nanometal known as graphene oxide. What if that was the mark of the beast? I I don't disagree at all. I, I'm, yeah. I'm right on board with you. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to envision myself in the not-too-near future here uh, being dragged into a, one of the 12 central banks and saying, uh, no, I don't think so, and uh, seeing how long I can last on gold and silver and uh, what little cash I have. <laughs> well, you know what the key to that is? Is we need to stop thinking about us being dragged into the system and instead thinking about unifying with other people that feel the same way as we do and either fight that system or create a parallel system with the majority. Now, that's, that's the answer I was looking for. All right, thank you. <laughs> well, and, and that's the truth, my friend, is that we have to go out there and we have to fight the system. If they're trying to implement this, we, we make sure that they can't. Think about what happens when like PayPal comes out there and says that they're going to fine people $2,500 for what they post on social media. And the people fight back and PayPal stock goes down and they say, oh, oops, we, that was a mistake. We, we didn't mean that. We're sorry. See, we have the ability to fight the system. We just have to unite under a common accord, we have to stand up to these bullies. We have to demand that they step down. You know, how many scandals have happened in the United States of America where we demanded that that politician resign? None. Absolutely none. Why isn't that happening? I mean, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, smokes crack, has sex with prostitutes, is making deals with China is benefiting millions upon millions of dollars each year from those deals of which he's paying Joe Biden 10% on top of Joe Biden's policies are directly affecting those deals and how much money he makes and nothing's happening. Nothing's happening because the people aren't demanding it. The people aren't standing up in mass in power and saying it needs to happen now. It needs to happen now, or there's going to be consequences. People are still divided. And that's the problem with our country. And and hopefully, the midterm elections can reunite us. Hopefully, we can get, you know, 10 million people to Washington, D.C., who peacefully protest and demand, that's it. Step down. You guys are beyond corrupt. You're beyond complicit. We've had enough. 
And so that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're, we're working towards. And imagine if 10 million people showed up to Washington, D.C., peacefully protesting and demanded that Congress, Senate, and the executive branch all resign their positions. Do you think they would do it? I think they would. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just so easy with this, uh, you know, back and forth in the division, like you mentioned, to get sucked into a, a fight or flight mentality. And we, we can't, we just, we got to stay strong. And, uh, and like you say, network, get together, uh, make friends, alternative communications, whatever. That's it. Dave, appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Everybody out there, that's all we have for you with the Dark Delight Show today. I hope all of you have a fantastic day and even a better weekend. We'll see you Monday with more Dark Delight Show. Much love, respect, God bless, and take care. Good night.